Um, yeah, whatever happened to, uh, to predictability? predictability? <laughs> I don't get it. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode 194. Um, did I get it right? You did. Great job. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm Lee. Uh, I just had a snow day today. Uh, Hell, so that was fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't live in Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're having a snow week, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I live somewhere where it does snow every year. And yet the place I live, uh, ha- doesn't even own a plow. It's all private Wait, trucks. I was going to say, oh. when I lived there, we lost power for six days in a row one time during a snowstorm. So, like, I remember yeah. that. Continuously lost power or it just happened six different times? No, the whole time. Like, we, our house was down to like 50, maybe 48 at some point. Like, we were I, doing Texas shit. It was pretty wild. I like, lived uh, adjacent to the hospital, so the grid uh, was up the whole time for me when I lived there. Lucky. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You had a nice house. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. good. Uh, my mm-hmm. landlord had bought it for his daughters, and they had both graduated. So, oh god, that story almost got really dark. <laughs> I thought died was going to end that sentence. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 he bought oh, it well, for that... his baby shoes, never worn. <laughs> oh no! There it is. It's a weird reason to buy a house, but it makes a good story. <laughs> uh, that that was uh, Seth and Zach. How how are these boys doing? Um. It's it's been a weird week, but we're good. We're good. I I had kind of a day. Uh, lots of kind of chaotic things happened today. Well, moving on. Well, uh, no, oh, just... no. I, <laughs> I I really had like a mental break right before we recorded. I went down to play. Oh, wow. play some drums, which is my mm. current stress relief. It's very cold out. Can't do any outside things. And I just like press random on the phone and just like play whatever song I actually understand mm-hmm. and. I was going through and shine down. Way to dox yourself, Zach. Well, now everybody knows that you have a phone and drums and that it's cold outside. Shit. They're definitely going to be able to find you. If you go to cold places and listen for drums periodically, maybe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. You just turned yourself into a cryptid. <sighs> well, uh, yeah. So I was like going through random and uh, shine down came on. And now. Mm. I'm sorry. I just. I, that cryptid combat is just like. <laughs> Like lingering Zang in my him. mouth. Like, yeah, that was, I love that set. That was very uh, good. I, okay, good. I wasn't sure. Um, so I, I had previously learned this Shinedown song as a goof for a person we all know. It's the only person we know that likes Shinedown. You can immediately tell who it is. Is it, is it Heaven Let Your Light Shine Down, that song? No, it's, it's, I think it's called Second Chance. It talks about Haley's Comet and stuff. It's a, oh. it's really bad. Um, but I started playing, and I didn't realize I know this song by heart. I can just play a Shinedown song, Soup to Nuts. Uh-oh. And I was just laughing to myself, playing every <laughs> note perfectly to this entire three-minute and 30-second song. And I just, I, yeah, I was like, this is my life. This is life now. I fucking, I, wh- what is anything? Ugh, I don't know. Hey, that song I mentioned, is that even Shinedown, or do I just think it is because the no, word Shinedown is in the title? it's from the mid-90s. You're talking about a fucking, like, Spin Doctors song. <laughs> well, I know so it's not the Spin not Doctors. Spin Doctors. Shinedown? I don't know. You know, it goes like, whoa, whoa. I'm going to It's a collective soul song. It's collective soul. Oh, thank you. Yep. Thank you. That's wow, gonna, you that's got that. Me a lot of googling later. You got that from Lee going, whoa, whoa, which is in yeah. every song. I, I was playing the we play this game with friend of the show Jeremy a lot. It's guess oh my God. guess the thing I'm I'm thinking oh, in no, my head. I've, 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 despite I've, me giving all the wrong clues about it. I've done like, that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like our entire friendship uh has been in preparation for going on the fucking password or like the thousand dollar <laughs> pyramid or whatever. Yeah, where you yeah. just gesticulate without saying words and somebody goes, uh I don't know. Uh, Cocovan, and you go, yep, that's it. Yep, nail it. Yeah, th- it, I, I feel like I've definitely told this on the show before, but a uh, friend of the show, Jim, has uh, has two sisters, 
And uh, I remember one time the four of us were playing uh, Taboo, mm. which is essentially the $10,000 pyramid, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Seth's making a face. I got like nothing. He, like I... the word taboo was 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 uh, exciting to him. <laughs> um, but we're playing taboo, and uh, his sister pulls a card, and they were on the same team, and just looks at it and shrugs and goes, "He's pretty great." And his other Jim's other sister just goes, mm, "Tom Hanks," and <laughs> that was the answer. So, it, wow, it's, it's like not wrong. That was like that was like sibling special connection that solved that one. Yeah. The thing we have with friend of the show Jeremy is understanding his horrible scarring upbringing in a way that no one else, other than maybe his actual sister and wife, do. Yes, yeah, very that's much so. true. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh boy, man, I love Rookie of the Year. <laughs> it's a it's a touchy subject with friend of the show Jerry. <laughs> Speaking of rookie of the year, uh we watched a movie and that's also a movie. Um mm-hmm. and there's another similarity between rookie of the year and this movie. That's true. Yeah. Mhm. Seth, what what you got? I am so confused about what that connection could be, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is Daniel Stern secretly in this movie? <laughs> Oh, he could have been. You're thinking way too specific, but yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about baseball? Anyway. Not specific enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's about the Cubs? No. No, that's just, now you're just off base. All right, all right. Uh, 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 nice. Oh. All right, so. <laughs> I've been caught stealing. That's Jane's addiction. <laughs> it is. Perry Farrell. Boy, this is very frenetic. All right. <laughs> um... Right, so the movie that I'm doing this week is The Constant Gardener, mm-hmm. uh, starring Ray Fiennes, uh, Rachel Weiss, Danny Houston, and Bill Nye. Danny Houston, a guy I didn't recognize until I remembered that he is the st- stepbrother or half-brother of Angelica Houston. Oh, that's correct. Did yeah, they're, they're both of their father is uh, John Houston. Yeah. Oh, who sure. we who we know from Chinatown, mm. and from being a really good director, and from Chinatown, sure. our first movie ever. <laughs> that was our fourth episode. Oh, whoops! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do I think that that, that was, was our, our first, first episode with a guest? Uh, sure, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, so I'm doing the Constant Gardener. Um, yep. So my first thing was that I thought this was going to be extremely British, except for Danny Houston. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess he's not British. He comes across as British. His face looks kind of British. Okay. I'll tell you, he's playing British in this one. It, yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me, given the rest of this cast. I mean, certainly. certainly. But, uh, you know who we left out that also is a good, is a fun, that guy? Mm. Pete Postlewaite is in oh, this movie, Oh, interesting. Too. Yeah. I don't even know that name. Okay, weird. He's one of those like Engelbert uh, Humperdinck sort of situations where the name <laughs> just is just baffling that it exists. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Engelbert um, Humperdinck's real first name was Arnold. Yeah, it sure was. And his his manager told him he needed to change it to make it more interesting. Yeah, to, to... he was probably right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Zach, can you drum to any Engelbert Humperdinck songs? Not to my knowledge. I'm I bet good at, like I, picking I'm, it up. I though. bet you actually could. Yeah, you was the type of music. Yeah, probably. Here's the thing. So there, like, there aren't exactly any complicated shuffles in his songs. Yeah, like... I, so my family loves Jimmy Buffett. I barely like Jimmy Buffett, but I have a bunch of it on my phone. And anytime one of those comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just the obvious thing. Like you just fall into it. It's yeah, like mm-hmm. four four bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Fun. Yeah. I want to do something no. in seventy three thirty seconds. Mm, you should listen to Mathcore. Oh, I was <laughs> just thinking that. I actually <laughs> don't. I hate that stuff so much. <laughs> yep. It's a drummer's nightmare, uh, for sure. Engelbert Humperdinck's wife just passed away. Oh. Poor guy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my movie. <laughs> uh, right. The first thing that came to mind, of course, was Constance Garnett. And you guys should be happy that I didn't go oh. with that. Oh my god, this comes up a lot on the show somehow. (laughs) Well, I do have a degree in Russian literature, and she was kind of seminal in that, so um, at least the English language version. 
And then I tried to chop and screw it like I do where I had the constellation ant guard <laughs> enter. That, that's so that's minimal is, so chopping, kinda... lots of screwing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of like a like a moss kind of thing, like uh animals in the the main characters or Yeah, well, I mean, so it was going to be about a guard and then and there is a Danish word that means, you know, uh, uh, one of a kind. So it's going to be a unique guard who protects mm-hmm. constellations about ants. That is specific. Hmm. That's very specific. So like it's like a Greek gods kind of yeah. style. Interestingly, yeah, in okay. Danish, it's also the word for one of the words for juniper, uh, the tree. Mm-hmm. Um so it's 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 the word for one and the word for this this kind of tree that can just sort of exist wherever because hmm. junipers do that. Anyway, that's not what I did. What is what which word is is the word for one again? Did you it's, say it's technically it's n the plural is n r, um, which that's my favorite Metallica song n r, <laughs> Sandman. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's that album with the cum on it. Uh, <laughs> yikes. No, it's not. It's from Injustice for All. Is Enter Sandman? No way. No, one. Oh, one. Yeah, okay. Neither here nor there. Uh, boy. <laughs> okay. We're there, all right. All right, this is going to be a trip, fellas. So, mm-hmm. Rachel Weiss and Danny Houston are a team of exo-archaeologists. Ooh. Can you? Can we get a definition? <laughs> other world, other bodies, yeah. like heavenly bodies. Oh, Ex- okay. Exo being off world, and this is this is a sci-fi movie, by the way. So that's perfect. And it's it's far future. It's not current, okay. but you know, far future. Even though like a lot of the technology is the same as this, it's very you know Star Trek sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and I feel like we'd spend some time establishing what that actually is um even before we could the best way to do that in these movies is through shower scenes so we get to <laughs> we get a little treat a little treat for the eyes and we get to see like oh they still have hair dryers finally i get to see danny houston's hog <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean i ain't mad about that ray finds i'll take it could leave it i don't know um, i feel like you definitely see ray finds his dick and schindler's list right uh, i think so sounds right yeah. Um, he's he's shirtless the whole time. I can't imagine <laughs> that it's too much of a leap. Yeah, yeah. You you don't see it in Harry Potter. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> one more snake in that in that mm. snake. Oh, snake I guess metaphorically, you do see it in Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Right. So they're exo archaeologists, and uh, they are funded by Ray Fines, who is you know fulfilling sort of a patron role. Um, and he doesn't ask much of them, and he is obviously he's got the evil. lankiness for that. What? He's got the lankiness for that. Yeah, he's got like a Medici lankiness. Yeah, he really does. Uh, he um, also just played uh, an actual. Well, no, he played an excavator in the Dig, the movie that's on Netflix right now, which is quite good. Oh, oh yeah, I was thinking about watching. He, he played the guy that didn't get any credit for finding the actual thing because, like Johnny, what whoever famous actual archaeologist came in and was like, "This is mine now." Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. that hmm. movie fucking rips. So, oh, definitely watch the dig. It's good. Yeah. Okay. So, um, he doesn't ask much of them, and is obviously pretty evil. Um, but it's like nebulous, and nobody really says anything about it. You know, uh, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. so, I wrote all of this, but I didn't ever go back to look what I wrote. So, we might have some like recursive loops showing up in my listen. Thing. You know, sure. first drafts. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, all right, so what I wrote going forward was uh, it's sort of a plotting plot. Um, it's pretty slow, but I want this to be much more visually striking and alien, sort of like a... Um, did you guys ever watch the movie Prospect? Um, no. It, no. It has uh, uh, the Mandalorian in it. Um, um, Pedro. Yeah, Pedro he's Pascal. P- Pedro Pascal is in there. Um, Annihilation right is now. a similar so sort right of now. thing where it's a very, very ethereal... Oh yeah, you know you have that. Yes, that I'm. Um, yeah, yes. I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with Annihilation and and the book it's based <laughs> off of. Um, but that that sort of thing is what I want. Mm-hmm. Is that it's just weird. 
right? Sure. It's it's weird and uncomfortable, and you don't get it, and that's fine. Um, yeah. So we go around to different planets, more or less like learning clues. It's sort of like uncovering part of a tablet here or there, or a shard of a mosaic or whatever. There's a lot of like exolinguistic stuff there in through here where they have to like try to figure out what the picture, what a picture is, or what a text means, that sort of thing. Hey. If I learned anything from Arrival, dudes love movies about Excel linguistics. It turns out they do <laughs> uh, when it's done well, because um, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, th- but this is from all sorts of like disparate cultures and species and morphologies. Like it's not all humanoids, even. Sure. So like architecture doesn't quite work. Um, there goes my guess. My guess was that we we're going to find out they were on Earth the whole time. No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Um, and I, I want some real fun with the creature creation shop, uh, even though we don't see any of these these species alive. I want like the props team to have to like come up with an alien society, then work with through consultation with an actual archaeologist to like be like, OK, now what would this look like after the society has collapsed a thousand years in the future? Yeah. That oh, that's thing. very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want it to be unnecessarily detailed. <laughs> um be- so it's like if hr geiger had been on the set of blade runner and his designs from alien were you know what i yeah. real <laughs> real fans will know what i'm talking about oh, so yeah. yeah and if you don't you can go on my only fans to become a real fan <laughs> oh no oh i hope it's all hr giggle themed um Listen, dark yeah. and sexual, mm. very sexual, <laughs> twisted. Wow, why are there so many labia everywhere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dead, dead babies and labia—they don't go together. Maybe. I don't know. Um, right. So this is uh, unraveling a mystery where you don't have any idea what the goal is. And I want it to be like a puzzle sort of thing where things are nonlinear. This, I know, all of this will be impossible to shoot. I get that. Um. Not not your problem, turns out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and We paid for the script. It's our problem now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, be, beca- because, of course, like in a visual media, especially with a mystery, you know, you have to be very careful about what you're drawing attention to and how long you do and how long you spend with each each object or focal point and, in, like, insert red herrings, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakthroughs and then failures. And the failure part, I thought, was really important because I want Rachel and and Rachel Weiss and Danny Houston to like think a clue means one thing and then several pieces of evidence f- come in later to refute that and force them to sort of reorient and reassess everything fitting together. Yeah. Which I mean is like how actual archaeology and history works. Right. It's like there's a That's what I want. At least the... Now, I don't know how you do it in a movie because it's yeah, a long yeah. iterative well, process. Like the last like 30 years of archaeology is undoing the like cultural assumptions and racism of the previous 100 yeah, years. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Right. It's so like I don't know how you would portray that on film, but that's the kind of feeling that I want. Okay. Um, Right, and we're still just in the setup. We haven't really gotten (laughs) to the plot yet. Sorry about that. Um, Again, I said it would be... This movie is 12 hours long. It would be very plotting. It's more like a tone poem. Um, Interesting. No, no, there's a plot. Um, So uh, Rachel and Danny are constantly having to report back to Ray Fiennes and explain the discoveries, which is very frustrating. Hmm. Right, these meetings are sort of sucking the joy out of archaeology for all of them. And after lots and lots of these meetings, Ray finally lets them know that he has had teams all over the known universe looking for clues for this, whatever this thing is, for years. And we don't know what it is. Neither do Rachel and Danny. Right. You know, I think that is kind of how you could get across some of these, uh, some of these, these ideas you're trying mm-hmm. to trying to set up. It's like you intercut scenes of them doing research and making discoveries with them offering reports and Ray finds giving his unqualified assumption and them refuting it with what you're actually yeah, going for. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um right. So, um Ray finds eventually sells them that he's been doing this for years with a bunch of crews 
and says that Rachel and Danny have actually been the most successful so far. So he's chosen them to sort of spearhead the project going forward. And he gives them access to the data from the other teams to get a more cohesive picture. And, you know, all of the exolinguistic and cultural analysis of these ruins has resulted in a unified concept of a, like, a caretaker or a gardener. Um, mm. Something that uh. maintains and organizes and cultivates that sort of thing. Okay. Um, and the other clues can be cobbled together to sort of a map uh, of the location of this thing, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So we follow the map, and uh, Rachel and Danny learn more about it. We know it is something very important, but the details are so nebulous that, like, whatever. Um, and they try to transmit information to Rafe, but for some reason, all of these clues combined, like, once everything is cohesively together, cannot be transmitted via an Ansible or something Ansible-like. Like, it can't, like, I'm, I'm presupposing that the whole, the whole setup is, you know, universe-spanning and you need faster-than-light communication or things don't work well. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, this is a, a sci-fi movie. Yeah. We can, we can just this say is, that that exists. This is one of the points where you just have to sort of suspend uh, disbelief in that. Um, so, it's super weird that they can't transmit data, though. Um, so the, uh, the protagonists, uh, don't trust Rafe at all, of course. Um, and even less- As they shouldn't. Yeah, and even less so when he and a huge entourage and fleet or whatever, uh, just show up. Uh, basically Rafe, uh, wants to, he wants to see all the data together and he couldn't until now. Um, and now that Rafe is there, the, uh, the data he wants, like, he wants to go where, where it leads. Okay, moving on. Uh, the crew is getting closer and closer, and then there is a massive accident on the ship, and all hands are lost except for, of course, Rafe and Rachel and Danny. Rafe is tight-lipped as they approach a very unassuming planet that is in the center of this, these maps and clues, and they crash land, and of course Danny is killed, but the other two are saved because, you know, everybody survives and then miraculously one one guy dies and it's a trope and i know but that's that's the way it goes and upon landing they learn that the planet is entirely a construction it's not a natural planet it's more like a dyson sphere with like aggregated planetary detritus covering it Mm -hmm. um and this is where we hear an ear-shattering noise uh and everything goes black and they wake up in sort of a rough hewn cave and hear a voice and then we have some you know linguistic fumbling and other words being off and strange accents unfamiliar words and eventually we settle on bill nye's voice just his voice i was wondering Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) um and the voice explains that this planet is known as the constant gardener a machine that maintains the equilibrium, or rather the disequilibrium, between manter, matter and antimatter in the universe. Oh. Um, it essentially establishes all physical constants that keep physics what physics is. And so... You, you. So the laws of physics only exist because well, the people who created this want those to be the laws of physics. Yes, and also like so. This is this is the this is one of the big fundamental questions of physics, right? Why does matter exist and antimatter not exist? Why is there more matter than antimatter? Because yep. we know mm-hmm. antimatter exists. Yep. So why is there more matter? And my. My story is saying that it's because this machine maintains the disequilibrium so things don't automatically annihilate each other. Right. Because otherwise we just hit Yeah, you you entropy. you you reach yeah. uh, uh stasis. You 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 you, mm-hmm. you reach um um you know uh, uh god, what is what is the word? Entropy. Entropy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, did you say it? I didn't hear it. Okay. I did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um I got a 700 on my uh, verbal SATs, <laughs> yeah, <know>. on your <laughs> theoretical <laughs> physics SATs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh basically this is an entropy denying machine. Um and the information Damn. couldn't be transmitted because So it's the opposite of a wife. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Are you that old guy at the golf course I have yeah, to play what? with every time? <laughs> God damn it. Why do I keep getting stuck with you? <laughs> God, can I just play through? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of your bullshit, Dan. 
<laughs> See, that was that was a joke. That was a joke about how shitty comedians say when people get married, they don't they don't like have sex anymore and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um, so like a wife would want entropy. <laughs> Lee, I'm pretty close Lee's, to finishing. Lee, Lee's kryptonite is just enough pause. He goes, "Oh, there's more here. Oh, there's more." <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so you, uh, i remember i mentioned how the information could be transmitted well yeah, yeah. that's because there's a fail safe sort of in the programming of the universe that you know once all of this information is combined it can't be transmitted through you know sub light speed or like through through higher than light speed oh powers. got it is, yeah okay is this so if somebody figures it out they can't like yeah use it against something or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's basically so that uh no one society could know the location of the constant gardener and sure. remake physics however it wanted right right it could be weaponized in some right and of course yeah. ray finds wants to find the gardener to remake physics yeah Natch, and yeah Maybe destroy the universe. Who knows? He's evil. He's nebulous. What, what a hell of a villain plan! It's like it, not even just like mm, I want to be in command of my own country. I want it's to. Like, re- I want to make the universe. rewrite the universe. It, it's like smart Thanos or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's um, pretty good. Yeah. So in my universe, gold is everywhere, <laughs> but a and ter- thus worthless. But yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Things are worth money. They're rare. <laughs> so the voice explains that this is, in fact, a Dyson sphere um, uh, that was constructed around a super dense black hole and a cluster of white holes. Um, so it's mm. it's and and then the the maintenance of this combined singularity is what allows the universe to be where it's both the creation and destruction, but the ratio has to be just right. Sure. Um, and so it's never explained. Just like a good, uh, just like a good rue. <laughs> That's, it's one to one. That's how you make a good one. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very simple. It's one to one and then <laughs> okay. just, just constant stirring until yeah, you get to that. A lot of stirring. Get that good brick. Oh, it's good to know. <laughs> Thank you for teaching me um, that. <laughs> right. It's never explained who built the gardener. Uh, um, but if it were to be destroyed or, you know, used, then, you know, the, the similarly, the universe as we know it would be destroyed. And the gardener explains, uh, the Bill Nighy voice explains that, uh, they have to make a choice now and everything falls down to the two, these two, you know, hominids and they're, you know, they're pretty, they're in pretty rough shape. They just went through a crash and, you know. Um, so we have close-ups on both Rachel and Rafe's eyes and cuts back and forth between them with all the, like, emotion and the tension and the uncertainty that's been building for a while. Because this entire movie has been a little unsettling and creepy. Um, and the gardener's voice says, you know what you have to do, and there's faster and faster cuts between their two eyes, and then we slam to black. I... It's like you made a Chris Nolan movie that makes sense. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I mean, you invented all of it, but like you ex- at least explained some of it. Like, wow. Yeah, that's I was good. just going <laughs> to say, it's like you made a movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> I I wasn't feeling this for the first like paragraph that I wrote it, and then I kind of got into it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, as far as the real one goes, I was not feeling it for the whole movie. But, yeah, you know. true. I, I had thought about do having Bill Nye as like an individual and then somebody like sort of like a, a Last Crusade situation where, you know. Oh, he's like the, the guardian, the last. Right. Guardian. And so somebody yeah. has to take up the mantle and Rachel Weiss would would, you know, have to like Ray Fiennes would kill Bill Nye and then Rachel Weiss would have to become the gardener that. But yeah. that gets more fantasy ish. And so I really wanted to stay There's really a, hard, hard sci-fi if I could. Yeah. I know that's tropey, but there's a sequence in Strange and Norrell a lot like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah, book. Yeah, it's very um, good. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, that was great. I, yeah. I, um, I love a sci-fi movie that explains shit. Like, I don't know why people think sci-fi has to leave this, like, again, like Chris Nolan or whatever. Like, you have to leave something to the imagination. The who? What's the? No. Like, uh, just make it well, awesome and I mean, then my, also my, explain it. It's my, fucking my you're just You're just ripping apart my movie-making strategies. <laughs> well, so yeah. But... <laughs> I mean, my ending is extremely <laughs> ambiguous, so. Sure. Um, right, but, it, but you explained what the, the stakes were for the ending. Yeah. You just didn't give us the resolution mm, of the ending. Yeah. It wasn't that we were left 
like what happened it's like we're left like oh i wonder what the next it's, thing it's what is. choice did they make or whatever not yeah. like what mm-hmm. does the whole fucking movie mean like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know it's fun too uh I believe, if I if I remember correctly, in uh, this is the not this is the end in the world's end, the mm. third Coronetto movie, yes, Bill yes. Nye is the voice of the alien intelligence, oh, the, the yeah. disembodied voice. I yeah. didn't even, yeah. I I too was thinking uh, you could scarcely do better as uh, the voice of the center of everything that is universal to the balance of everything that has ever existed. Like snarky Bill Nye voice is yeah really right. a great choice for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was. Well, and he doesn't he doesn't do the voice of the like super intelligent computer in the Hitchhiker's Guide movie. That's oh. Helen Mirren. Oh yeah. But he does play Slarty Bartfast, yeah. the uh the guy oh. who redesigns Earth. Right, yeah. right, right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I That's guess fun. I I in in hindsight now that I said it all out loud, I realized that there are a whole lot of influences, of course. Yeah. Speaking of mm. <laughs> Zach Oh, the whole thing? Uh, yeah. Give me a second. So this is, and Seth, I will say, <laughs> once your third act kicked mm-hmm. in, my, well, once the second half of your third act kicked in, this is no longer uh, relevant. But Zach, open the envelope I sent to you. What? Oh. What is <laughs> <Yeah>. happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, Lee texted me halfway through and said, and it's true, two thirds of the way through, Seth accidentally made Prometheus. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it was sounding very similar. There for I've a never while, actually yeah. seen Prometheus. It's a we it's were a wondering. Great movie. It's a very good movie. I, yeah. It's a decent movie. All right, eh, fair enough. Wow. It's a movie that looks fantastic, has a lot of very good ideas, and some really good scenes that I just yeah, think I mean, falls apart. I've been meaning to, I just never got around to it. And that's it, why you were talking it. about it's, HR Gigal. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. No, Prometheus, it's it, it was fucking weird. It exists in the alien universe. That barely comes into play at all. Like it Yeah. I it, I mean I They talked about it later. He was like yeah, it was one thing, and then in the edit, we turned it into a very different thing, and the alien thing didn't right. matter anymore, and it was just so, like... Eh, um, eh. So, in, from me, so like, I wanted this to be extremely isolating for a lot of it. Uh, sure. Well, is, and again, is Prometheus that true in Prometheus, a, too? Or? N- I wouldn't say it's isolating. No, in Prometheus... Not in the, not in the, the way that you were there's doing. There's like almost no characters in mine. It has a lot of these like open questions, it's open mm-hmm. interpretation things, and yeah. again... Well, and the yours premise does of that one is like... The, yeah, the premise of Prometheus is like archaeological digs around the world keep finding the same yeah. imagery, oh. and then these two doctors realize they're pointing to the same thing, it's a cluster of stars, and they do a search, and it's like, this cluster of stars isn't visible from Earth, and here it is, and then shadowy rich figure funds their journey, oh, and then it yeah. turns no, out that's that the shadowy there. rich the shadowy rich figure is there and they didn't realize mm. it like in secret and they're there for their own means and his means are because he thinks he's going to go meet the creator of the universe yeah. and then oh. it's a whole thing they, and they land on a planet that is constructed because it's but that's where your thing oh huh yeah, yeah no i pretty much followed all those points interesting it <laughs> it diverges though they took a big swing and kind of missed on that one. yeah i did i yeah. i i really had thought about doing a you know is is god an alien sort of thing and i really didn't want what would to god need for stuff yeah that's just star <laughs> trek 5 yeah which we'll yeah. talk about spoilers for star trek 5 in a couple weeks. In a couple I weeks. Guess. Fuck. No, I I thought in in like a year maybe. <laughs> no, dude. No, we're gonna do the first six for episode two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. We still have three wow. movies to watch. Two. We all watched four independently. Yeah, I mean, fine. I watch yeah. it constantly, so it's fine. <laughs> you're you're the constant whale. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking constant of the constant whale garden here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> you want that IMDb? Uh, yeah. Biz? Go ahead. Uh, all right. I I hope it's I, Prometheus. You won't be surprised. Yeah, it's nothing like yours. Is it a spy out. movie? It is because yeah. it's a Jean Le Carré. That's it why is. I've heard the name before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, here we go. Yeah. A widower is determined to get to the bottom of a potentially explosive secret involving his wife's murder, big business, and corporate corruption. Mm. Honestly, that is an excellent short summary. It's one of the better ones we've had in a long time, for sure. Oh, yeah. I- I, I like yeah. how they didn't use any character names. 
Yeah. It helps. True. It helps a lot. Yeah. And they covered more than the first 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, tell me more. Yeah, I'll blast through it. I, I think watching this, I realized, and now granted, I've never read any of his books. I read Tinker Tailor. But having... Um, but... Yeah. Lee and I talked uh, a lot about it. My partner did as well, yeah. and she liked it. Um, yeah. But now having seen, like, multiple movies and other things based on his stories, I think just the crushing mon- like mundane and like like just soul suckingness of british spycraft is not a storytelling technique oh, i like yeah okay yeah. these these movies are all rated very highly and everyone that i watch i go not for me yeah <laughs> i don't I guess if you're real bored and really focused on something, maybe. Because it's like, apparently it's because he was a spy. This is like the more realistic version of what a spy is like. It's like this. You just go through every day and you try not to get noticed. And that's what all these stories are about. And it's like, does does not make for good plot most of the time. But yeah. 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 Um, So incredibly basic. Um, There's a lot of flashbacks in this movie. It's Rachel Weisz. And Ray Fiennes are the couple. Mm. Ray Fiennes is like a, a British aid worker, but like he's the government side of it. So he's just there as an administrator wherever they get sent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the one who believes in like, oh, we're doing good. Um, ah. She is. She's like a rich person who sees, oh, the world's all fucked. I want to actually make a difference. Mm-hmm. So she ends up getting murdered along with some other people. Um because she's trying to expose a drug company for testing TB medicines illegally in Africa mm-hmm. um, and hiding up, hiding the um, the side effects that are killing people. And uh, so a lot of flashbacks in between different points in their relationship. But the main movie takes place as he's trying to find out like what actually happened. And uh, Danny Houston is another government official, but he's like actively a spy and they just don't know it because he's a spy and you don't know that he's a spy. And he's involved in her death and like covering up the reports that she found um, and tried to have an affair with her. And so like a third of the way through the movie, I'm like, oh, is Danny Houston not playing a bad guy in this? And it's like, oh, he is. Always Um, (laughs) does that that fella. Yeah. (laughs) Bill Nye is like the the higher up British government guy who's like. Oh, I never would have expected that. (laughs) Yeah. And he's really in deep with the pharmaceutical company. I never would have expected uh, that. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, he probably essentially ordered the hit that killed Mm -hmm. her. And, and, you know. Peef Peef Postlewaite, who I mentioned earlier, is the doctor who like whose work gets covered up and he's like off doing missionary work, trying Mm -hmm. to make amends for like his decisions. And Mm -hmm. uh, the story all leads up to where like Rachel Weisz's family was super rich and she has some like powerful people in her family, including her cousin, who's a lawyer who has a son who's a tech wizard and like does a shitload of hacking oh, and stuff. I hope he, I hope his hacking is just type, 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 type. It is. And I'm there's like in... rapid windows opening and printing no, and all kinds. This of... is a 2005 movie. So that should put the context. Oh, all right. So, so yeah, he just goes, he's just doing the shell and he's just doing like fucking, fucking Unix commands over and somebody, over. To... Somebody just wrote a, a shell script that was like, print a bunch of shit out, and then they just hit mm-hmm. go, and they were like... Yeah, no, you, you, just, you just have it print out a, a file. <laughs> yeah, file. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's, that's wow. like, and, and basically, the movie I'm ends hacker, with... Um, <laughs> the movie... <laughs> the movie... When I was in grade school, I bought a book called Secrets of a Super Hacker, oh, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna learn how to computers, and I read, like, the first chapter, and I was like, I don't care oh, about I'm computers. so <laughs> bored. There are so many yeah. backslashes. What is it's going so on? Well, there was tedious. a lot of... There was a lot of, like, go check out dumpsters behind, like, computer companies and take floppy disks for stuff. Ooh, and, like, I, yeah. yeah, That's but, actually good advice, but it's not very pragmatic. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... But uh, the, the movie kind of like gold melt <laughs> yeah. down the motherboard till you get the gold out. Yeah, that's like how to get rich the book. And it's like, go out into Colorado and dig in the ground until it comes to the surface. <laughs> go to Colorado, apply to the College of Mines and get a decent job. Like, oh, man, Colorado work School for of the Mines, devil oil so companies. Cool. Oh, it's a sad ending. Yeah, they're so cool. <laughs> 
Um, so all the, you know, like the whole movie is like him getting deeper and finding it. And like a, a big refrain is like, I w- like, he's always intercutting with him remembering her and then scenes of them together. And like, with kind of like voiceover, like, I wish you would let me more, like, let me into your life more. Sure. And I think my, wa- my view of the movie is like part of, cause everybody keeps telling him like, man, she loved you so much. Part of it is like he's off in these different countries living on embassy grounds and like he's always gardening and like his view of the world is there's good in the world i'm trying to help the good but he just doesn't see the forest for the Mm -hmm. trees and him not knowing was part of what of how their relationship worked for her Mm -hmm. because he was the goodness that she could always come back to. okay i mean Um, okay but the movie kind of ends with him getting really close and then another friend of theirs who's a British actor who I don't know who is a spy was like I can get you out of this country and he's like nah I'm gonna I need to go see where she died and he's like okay we'll take this gun with you because you're gonna need it Mm. and then you know a truck full of hired guns shows up and then we're at his funeral and Bill Nye is like we'll never know why he killed himself and like his wife's death was a tragedy and blah blah and then the wife's cousin stands up at the funeral and reads off uh, the letter that Bill Nye sent mm-hmm. about the whole cover up and he's like a weird suicide he had eight bullet wounds from three different guns and like as this is going on Bill Nye is walking out of the church and the press follows him out and it's like that's the end of the movie it's yeah, like so it's a sacrificial uh, martyr yeah, martyr thing like, yeah. yeah it it was a a tedious and plotting movie but the the ending was very cathartic mm. it was like oh we're doing it and then they ended it mm-hmm. just at the right moment where you're like all right we did it okay great yeah um i think the thing that doesn't come across in that um summary is um, the director is, and I'm definitely not going to pronounce this right, um, Fernando Mireles, mm-hmm. who directed City of God. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of the best movies so, of all time. Yes. <laughs> I don't like City of God. Um, <laughs> I think the world disagrees, but uh, I, they it's, do. Uh, it's fine. It's yeah. a difficult watch, though. Well, it's yeah. It's a tough watch. And I think, sure. I think what this movie really stands out as is like seeing this is like this is from 2005 and city of god's from like 98 and like he got nominated for an oscar and all this why doesn't he do more a lot of the sequences look like they were just taken directly from city of god and i think mm-hmm. the answer to why doesn't he do more is because he has one move ah, yeah interesting yeah. like that real the fast cutting super saturated look of like here's what it actually looks like to be in these like economically depressed oppressed villages and things like that yeah well that's a lot of this movie i was gonna say and like oh go ahead sorry yeah it's real like they they were really filming in these kind of places interesting but like from a filmmaker are how many movies are they gonna let you make it's like this is your message you want to get it across but he keeps doing it the same Mm -hmm. way and i think that's probably why you don't see him more frequently it's true it's also one of these like people don't really want to watch real bummers like yeah you know if it's a fictional bummer it's like okay but like they so this movie was filmed almost entirely in kenya uh it was supposed to be filmed in south africa because that's where cinema exists in africa uh obviously Mm -hmm. um and the director and i think most of the stars were like absolutely not like this is a story about kenya this thing actually happened like we're going to go to kenya we're going to do it justice um and it is kind of bleak like there yeah, i mean i think some of the trivia was like there was one scene where rachel vice is like actually talking to like uh kids that were just on the street and they're like yeah that was just mm-hmm. b-roll like we were just filming her actually interacting with kids um oh and, boy yeah so like it's it to echo what lee said like it's very sad and very real like he does a good job at capturing the actual thing but if you kind of know what's going on you go like oh i'm very sad now because that's real. Yeah. Well, it's like it's also feels at odds with like the movie in general. It's sure it's, you can. It's it's like two things. It's like this is this person's project to show the world what it actually looks yeah. like, but then they also had to put this dour spy movie in it. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And it's like they, the two projects, like tonally, I guess, make sense together, like for an emotional response, but also like 
the spy movie is just pales in comparison to like, well, this is the real world and yeah. what people have to deal with. And it, yeah, sure. it just, I think it just makes it not work, not hang together as a movie yeah. for me. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It just kind of seems like a, like a kind of sad bummer. It is. It is. It's also mm. really long. So it's almost two hours, 10 minutes. Um, mm. Lee mentioned the minutia of the whole thing. They could. This could have been an hour forty easily. Like, mm-hmm. there is a lot of just like chewing the scenery, kind of. Yeah. Which again was kind of the point. Like he wanted to show the whole picture of it and whatever. But but there was a lot of middle bits where it's just like I think we get it. Like okay, it's this whole like, thing's there's, fucked. There's like, so <laughs> much. There's so many like flashbacks establishing the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. Yeah. You did it. You did a great. You you really established the shit out of that relationship. Yeah. Three flashbacks ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. And different people, but Tinker Taylor, I felt the same way about that movie where I was just like, I get it. <laughs> like, I I needed one half hour less of this thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, any. Rachel Weiss won an Oscar for this movie. Oh, did she? She did. Yeah. Huh. I was going to mm-hmm. say, so Ray Fiennes, famously a very good actor, love him. He plays this, like, eccentric shy and like quirky kind of guy mm-hmm. his performance is so much less convincing than rachel weiss's like endlessly passionate like fuck this i'm gonna do whatever i want and mm-hmm. dies for it like she really stood out in this movie knocked it out of the park okay well yeah. i mean i think his his scenes are best at the end the further into the movie when he actually has more... any conviction yeah certainly. yeah well yeah. oh, okay that's fair yeah hmm. Yeah. But that could be a choice too. Yeah, no, he probably was. I mean, I mean yeah, I, if they I, were trying to like portray kind of his evolution guy for a while, then yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. worked for the first half, I guess. But yeah, yeah, but it's not yeah. it's not engaging or it's not. Yeah, and yeah, and then, and like you know the message of like what we think our money for like humanitarian causes is is accomplishing. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. is in it's effective. Like it it really. Mm. Well, I it nails it. I looked like, up this thing; it was real. They were giving humanitarian aid and then also giving people experimental TB vaccines. <laughs> like that's a real thing that happened. And uh, then, like, secretly charting, like, are these kids staying alive or not so much? And yeah, so, like, and like, it's there's there's characters in the movie who are like, African lives don't count. They don't have to yeah. keep track of them in their records because yep. no one's ever going to question where this person went. Yeah. They go to bougie parties with mostly British people and mm-hmm. black African like uh, waitstaff and whatever. And it's like, oh, fuck, that is quite real, I imagine. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. Uh, pretty fucked. Yeah. I mean, I was watching an episode of The West Wing the other day. Uh-huh. <laughs> did we did we bring this up on the show yet? How a couple weeks ago I sent my partner money on Venmo to not put The West Wing on? <laughs> Uh, she threatened to put the west wing yeah. on and i was like please don't do it and she said send me 10 bucks and i venmoed her 10 bucks this is the new gig economy mm-hmm. <laughs> weird oh god i just can't be annoyed right now <laughs> fuck oh, dear. oh boy all right any any fun interesting things uh, fun no definitely not <laughs> all right well, any uh, interesting there's, there's one like kind of fun so i mentioned all the kenya stuff and that the the director and the cast fought to actually film in kenya mm-hmm. um they also having been there and interacted with the actual people that live there uh most of the trivia for this movie is that they set up all these funds afterwards to like fund schools and like actual health care and stuff okay that apparently like persists to this day uh so they... So this movie actually did a lot of good. Yeah. And and yeah. I think like my complaints about tonal shifts and the seriousness of one part undermining the serious of the, you know, be the, the of the spy plot, mm-hmm. like that's pretty fucking irrelevant if they actually helped people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Like the actors themselves were like, Oh, we didn't know this shit was happening and let's do something about it. Oh, that's cool. yeah. good. Yeah. That's great, actually. Absolutely. That's you know what what this sort of film should do honestly mm-hmm. huh but yeah i don't have much else lee do you have anything else not really i mean like this is i i'm sure you guys that we we delayed f- uh recording this episode by like almost a week mm-hmm. um if uh 
if for no other reason than just like I was having a really rough week last mm-hmm. week, and this movie <laughs> made it a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like oh, we should have watched you Cabin did, Boy too, it. Cabin Boy or. <laughs> <laughs> you you, uh, you were sending me messages every time you watched it, and I think it took you at least three, maybe four days to get through this one. Four days. I watched it over the course of four days. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, the I mean, this is a, a, a response that you should have to seeing these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just, it's affecting. Yeah. I just don't like it as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um. All right. Should we do the rates? I mean, in a positive note... I just read a study about manta rays and how they communicate using their their little face fins, and it was oh it was, the little flappy oh, mouth. That's cute. And that, that, yeah. that, that it, it does show a communication pattern, which is very fun. Oh, speaking um, of linguistics, yeah, love it. A gestural yeah. a gestural communication through their. Uh, oh my god, that is literally your dissertation, only with humans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, very cool. <sighs> yeah anyway so money we should talk about money oh, oh yeah. yeah which i guess is like kind of irrelevant considering the the real life like human cost raising of money yeah. for yeah, yeah like um but budget was 25 million and it made 80 82 okay so so four t- I, four times mm-hmm. well, yeah great success two, two two or three and some i yeah. lee was mentioning earlier i wonder how much of this was city of god like the yeah just riding the coattails kind of mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't i don't think it's that you don't think i don't think this movie no. holds up on its own like i i don't think I this think is it's an, like i don't think this is a 4x money-making movie yeah but it also has le carre's name involved and mm-hmm. le carre is is yes. extremely guys, famous i i did not know him until lee explained him to me like that would not have been on my radar. I think I internationally. In, yeah, he's, he's not he's not deal. a thing that I feel like Americans are that familiar with, but you know, the Brits. Sure. Although more recently, for sure, yeah, especially after, since he passed away. After after yeah. Tinker Tots uh Taylor Lincoln Swift. Loves. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tinker Tots Taylor Swift. Oh my god. Yes. I I I don't know the money for Wait, that movie. Wait, Tater Tots but... Taylor Swift. Tater Tots Taylor oh, Swift. Of course. Tater Tots Taylor Swift. That feels like a South Park joke, but yeah, let's do it. Um <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, god, I know that Zach, movie you're was just all over our balls today. What is Very that? successful. <laughs> um yeah. I, I guess he has recognition and or he just like made good stories. Like mm, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we've also done the Taylor of Panama yeah. on this show. So, Oh, that's yeah. him too. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, makes sense. Sure. Yeah. But that, but that one had Pierce. So. Mm. Mm. Always bringing it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, I love Pierce. I follow Pierce. On oh, Instagram. I love Pierce too, but I don't know that the universe does necessarily oh yeah. motherfucker lives his best life in hawaii yeah paints all day long and has a, a very beautiful son that he's very proud of sure no i get it I, i'm basing this mostly on like bond movies i guess so, mm. yeah sure those three yeah. bond movies one good one one good one two watchable ones and one that we will not speak <laughs> of Sorry. thank you seth for saying three bond christmas movies because that's correct yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> dr christmas jones uh, uh, christmas jones yeah i'm a nuclear scientist <laughs> <laughs> no you married charlie sheen and that says enough about you yeah, yeah. oh that's not fair <laughs> i mm, i was talking with somebody the other day and and uh uh denise richards came up and it, it, did she turn out to be a shitty person i don't remember oh did she no, i don't know she, I, besides I had that the, inclination but i besides I, the charlie sheen thing she actually broke when they got divorced she broke that he might have sexually assaulted Corey Haim and oh maybe Corey feldman back in the day she was like i found a lot of kitty porn on his computer and all those rumors Whoa. about uh cory Haim and all the whatever probably are true and oh, apparently oh it's getting buried in hollywood because that's how hollywood deals with uh, child sexual crimes oh boy all really right the Bring... cool stuff yeah. cool i'm sorry yep. i brought it up yep <laughs> denise richards hey, not let's... a bad person i'm yeah, i think I'm not yeah, that sorry so because... let's talk about tammy and the t-rex instead <laughs> yeah that's hey that starring that, denise richards and paul walker, paul walker as a dinosaur dated, right who dated 16 year olds 
Uh, God damn it. Shit, we're back. God damn it, Hollywood. I fucked it up. I (laughs) fucked it up, guys. Let's talk about Uh, Jurassic Park. No. Dinosaurs. uh, Fuck, that's that's an ep we could do for one of the 50s. There's several of those movies. Oh, just uh, watch the five JPs. Yeah. Oh. They're fun. I mean, I've seen... Well, I haven't seen the most recent ones, yeah, but... Uh, I uh, Friend of the show, Erica, has a lot of opinions on JP ooh, in general. Would love to hear I them. also uh, have a lot of opinions about the early ones. So yeah. one, one, two, and yeah. three, I got some, I got some dinosaur facts. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. yep. Including the second one, you know, the conflict between paleontologists, between Horner and um, my man, Bob Bakker. Oh, boy. <laughs> Whew. Yikes. This is mm. getting into it. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, shall, let's, let's, shall let's do that after we do Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So this movie, unsurprisingly, had a 7.4. Okay. Um, rated okay. highly, mm. as expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Lee, what you got? I was just, at, you know, I, was, uh, I don't like the minutia of of the 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 Lacare style spy movies, uh, and I was also in a really bad mood over the four days that I watched mm. it. So, yeah. you know, this is probably affecting my score. But I guess I'll give it like a five point four. Uh, no, four point six. <laughs> no, okay, five. Just a five. Okay, because it's not mediocre. It's clearly a well made movie. Mm. It's just like yeah, it wasn't it? Didn't yeah, it doesn't work for didn't, me. Didn't rest. Like, That's fine. Yeah. Um, Seth, I loved your movie. Uh, I like Prometheus just fine. Uh, and I, the parts of Prometheus I really like are the parts that you included in your movie, and the parts I don't like are the parts you didn't include in your movie. Which which, so that's which parts? All the parts we didn't tell you about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like your movie. I like the I like the thinky sci-fi. But as Zach said, like the actually explaining it and letting mm-hmm. you think about it instead of think trying to figure it out yeah. is a very important yep. distinction yep. um so let me give you a 10 baby <gasps> i want to look at your movie if yeah. that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah no i think that i i wanted it to be really visually um like stunning so yeah lee i i will note without comment that the last three guest or last three faked movies that you have rated have all been tense. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like maybe be more discerning or don't like your choice, whatever. Hey, uh, <laughs> he loves what he loves. I get it. I get it. That's fine. And I've got a recommendation for when this episode's over. So okay. I have a recommendation also. Oh, good. Uh, hey, Zach. Well, I was just saying, <laughs> let's get there. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, Costa Gardner is fine. Um, I'm going to go a little higher than Lee. I'd say like a six. Uh, Mm -hmm. it is plotting. I don't think you need to watch it. I think read about the actual thing, like go on Mm -hmm. Wikipedia, read the thing and you get the important parts. Like, yeah, that's better. I don't necessarily need to spend time plotting through 130 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, Seth, your movie. So good. Uh, yeah, it's a more complete um chris nolan movie (laughs) it's a it's a thinking man dan brown movie i think (laughs) you started to bring matter and antimatter in and it actually made sense are you you're Uh, only saying that because there's antimatter and angels and demons aren't you? i am wait there's antimatter and angels and demons there's an antimatter bomb that they plant in the tomb of saint peter there's a version of antimatter that may or that they steal from cern what? Oh Jesus Christ! They do steal it from certain. No, you know, you know, uh, the average banana produces one antiproton like every like fifteen seconds or something. Are you I, serious? I'm not. Yes. I ate a banana today. Am I? Yes. <laughs> no. Everything they in the annihilate is. immediately. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole deal. Now, Did, if I ate enough bananas, would I be full of no, antimatter first, or would I just works. die, or would my liver shut down from potassium? Potassium poisoning, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I just like that your thing made any sense scientifically at all. Like, you you didn't take your audience's intelligence for granted, and yet, again, you didn't, like, wide open the ending, which is yeah. exactly the, the sort of balance that... You both, yeah. you both refused to hold our hand, and also didn't run away when we turned our head and abandoned us at Disney World. <laughs> yeah. 
That's be- sure. that's because I wrote this movie for you two fellas. Yeah, well, nailed it. Just uh, to be clear, I was never abandoned at Disney World as a child. Thy <laughs> <laughs> uh, doth protest too much. I was uh, kicked out of the Philadelphia Zoo for hitting a kid with a toy sword, though. <laughs> In the Philly Zoo, he probably deserved it. I, I was, yeah, yeah I, I, I was kicked out of the Philly Zoo for whipping a battery at a gorilla. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, no. no. <laughs> it just seems like a real Philly move. Not, not my sweet mm. youthful self. Oh right, yeah, we do. Uh, they, oh, they, that Santa. is a that is a real Philly move. Throwing batteries. Did, did, did you did you puke on a cop's kid at the Philly Zoo? <laughs> oh, I remember that. That happened at a game. Man, this is doxy, but man, I miss living in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> nobody oh, can nobody can okay. track you back there. It's cool. It's true. Yeah. I'm just gonna door you as you <laughs> as <you> bike by. <laughs> sure <enough. laughs> and then when the cops show up, you're gonna plant a gun on him. <laughs> oh, Ooh, so oh, what are you gonna give Zach? Uh, Zach oh, it's, it's a ten. Obviously, it's a ten. Oh hey. shit! Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Real That's good. a hell Real of a good. delta. Oh, yeah, yeah. thanks, fellas. Yeah, I um. Yeah. If we had any clout ever, I would love to try to make movies sometime. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I've been yeah, thinking about... Yeah, really had... People made... What was the Jupiter Ascending? They paid like $150 million <laughs> to make that movie. And I was listening to yours like playing Jupiter Ascending in my mind going, Jesus fucking... Oh, really? some, gr- some gargoyles showed up. Yeah. Gargoyles, rocket skates and shit. There were all those like flying lizard aliens that were also looked like uh, uh, fucking clerks in the movie Brazil. Like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Weird shit. Terrible. What a movie. (laughs) I don't hate Jupiter Ascending. I also don't like it. It's 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 goofy. I'm Um, drawn to it though. I keep trying to rewatch it. Yeah, it's because you want it to be the thing that Seth made like every sci-fi movie I'm always like yeah I'm obviously gonna watch it and then it turns out to be that and I'm like oh, yeah. god damn it yeah. yeah I just want my sci-fi to be engaging that's all yeah. of course yeah. it can be whatever it wants to be yeah. speaking oh well first off thanks Zach and then speaking of which <laughs> I have a recommendation and that oh, is yeah, yeah. the movie Prospect starring Pedro Cas- uh, Pascal oh oh yeah. yeah you mentioned that earlier it is yep. on Netflix currently Oh, cool. As of the release of this, it was on Hulu before, but now I think it's just on Netflix. I really enjoy it. That weird rights bouncing game that everybody does these days. Yeah. (laughs) It is slow. It is plotting. Tell me more. But it is... I was engaged fully the whole time watching it because it's a weird weird little universe they create. So I like it. You should watch it. It came out in 2018, so it's pretty recent. I I was gonna say the dig again, um, but another Carrie Mulligan movie, uh, Promising Young Woman. Oh yeah, how is that? Yeah, it's it is it's it it's not happy, but it is fun. So good. So, 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 so. Yeah, I mean, what I said, I watched the trailer and the line, you have to stop blaming yourself for this, came up in the trailer multiple times. And I yeah. thought, like, ooh, yeah, it's going to be it's, it dark. Is, it is a, it's a tough watch. It is. But it is in a, in a, Carrie Mulligan is one movies. of my favorite actresses. Yeah. Right oh, she's now, spectacular. So. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah, because you love a... Money Never Sleeps, the Wall Street sequel. <laughs> I was thinking of Never Let Me Go, but all right. Uh, <laughs> never Let Me Go is really good. Yeah. The and book, really the book Never Let Me Go is spectacular. Yeah, I, I've never I, seen I the like movie the book better than the movie, but the of book course, is but, great. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, all right. yeah. Uh, I'll make a, a recommendation. Yeah, that, let's do uh, this now. So, Seth, you, you mentioned a little earlier, you, you made a joke about, Ka- oh, Zach is literally leaving while I make my recommendation. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll vamp a little, because he's actually watched this movie. Um, wow. So, my recommendation, you mentioned earlier, Seth, was, um, uh, you said, ca- you made a joke about Cabin Boy 2 to cheer me up. Yeah. Well, a movie <laughs> came out last week that uh, I feel oh. like is not a spiritual sequel to Cabin Boy, but is in the same tradition of... Here's a famous person that we're not going to say no to at all. And uh, y'all should watch Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Because oh, oh, I watched it on Wednesday. It, it The world went six to midnight. It is oh yeah. It's a glowing, 
perfect sunshine in a world of shit. Yeah. It, it I'm, might I'm be excited. horrible. It might be horrible, but it's a nine for me. It's a nine yeah. all day. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Lee, I believe you described it as no one told them no. And that yeah. is definitely the you know, exact description. For that's that. a difficult razor to walk, but sometimes it really I don't even out. know if they pull it off Seth I don't but it, I loved it oh I, I trust Kristen Wiig to the ends of the earth she I, yeah. I mean I quite like her so I'm yeah. gonna give this one a shot yeah uh, you should see what happens it's Let's roll them bones so there's three movies that you should watch everybody yes. this is the thing we don't do wildly <laughs> different tones yeah Mm-hmm. Well, like, all of the movies that we watch for the podcast, we very rarely tell people to watch those. They're almost well, always that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We are we are critical assholes. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah we are, we're, we we do rate things way lower typically, but I mean, yeah. just just it's it's very interesting to me that we all three had three movies that we could kind of draw analogies to this one. Yeah, that are completely different genres <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, everything. Yeah, no. Yep. yep. Uh, Sometimes you just need to be happy. When you need to be happy, watch hey. Barb and Star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. If you if you want to forget about things, Barb and Star for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're a year into the pandemic, so and over a year since I've gotten my hair cut. Yeah, you got you got uh, you got that Farrah Fawcett hair. I you grow mm-hmm. closer and closer to friend of the show Kev's electric lettuce. I I Ooh. hope you keep it going. There is no end. Yeah, to the luxury I, you know what? That is I want to see. I want to see a Lee ponytail. Would love to. Oh. Not not just a top knot, but like no, a full blown. But a, but yeah. a po- like a like a like a low pony, like I used to wear when yeah. I had yeah. sixteen inches of hair, like there a monster. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Here's oh. hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have these widow's peaks, but still. I know. Nowadays, yeah. They're Lee, a little more Lee than don't peaks, have that buddy. Problem. You've got a couple widow's walks up there, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Next like, week, Lee's doing. Call me called... Countess de Montesquieu because I'm about wow. to walk off this cliff. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, Lee Terrible. next week is doing Judgment Night. Judgment um, Night. I am. Why not? Nervous about this. A movie I had never heard of, but has a cast for the ages. So. Yeah, it really does. Uh huh. Yeah. It's pretty oh, well. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. It'll be it, a fun time. It will. Anybody got a goof? No, not at all. Not even close, no. 